Hello and welcome to All Emotion. I am your host, Jake. This is episode 24, putting in the daily grind. Let's take a minute, a second to think about it. Do we, when we get out of bed, do we all, do we give it our all or our best? My next guest, if you are a fan of All Emotion, he was on episode number eight. And if you're not, no problem. Go back and listen to number eight. Part one and part two, being disciplined. He's come back, ladies and gentlemen. This time around, again, putting in the daily grind. Like, What does that really mean to you? How hard do you really work? And could you put in more? He goes into detail about how, how challenging it is. Family business and business in general. Blood, sweat, and tears. Wake up. Smell the coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, Brennan Brennan. Jake. Welcome back to All Emotion, sir. Good to be here, sir. Yes. For those that are out there that don't know who Brennan Inch is, he was on N2 featuring uh, the lessons and, um, in his words and opinion, discipline. So, again, Brennan, thank you, sir, for taking the time to be back here with All Emotion. Um, and, uh, want to just dive and jump right in. Heard you have a, had a extravagant weekend, sir. I don't know if I'd say super extravagant. <laughs> <laughs> no, Saturday, um, my family, we flew up to, um, Penn state. They have an Airbnb up there and, um, they have like a, they have a plane, like our, our business that has a plane that you, you can rent out. So, I mean, it, it's like a rental property or anything you can, if you per- are able to purchase an asset, um, or even get the money down to own it. You can you can do that with anything. You can do it with a plane. You can do it with houses. You can do it with whatever. But it's my cousins. They were able to get one, and um, you can commit. You know, you can commission it for yourself. So we we used that to fly up there, and it's crazy because it only took like fifteen minutes to get there, and um, it's just wild because you you know you're used to like going through customs and things taking forever. You just walk right on, sit down, plane takes off. You don't wait for anything, and you're there. And I think it was like twenty four minutes. It's crazy. <laughs> and the only reason why I bring it up is for the fact that simplicity and time, right? Because you're busy. You woke up what Saturday morning, correct? Yeah. We, oh, I mean, we were at the airport at 8 and we we're there at 824. I mean, that's 24 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you're not dealing with people. Sir, can you put your bag over here? Sir, can we go take these items? Like for me, I always go to TSA. Sir, we need to take your conditioner out of the bag. <laughs> Yeah, no, none of that. I mean, you can sit, you can sit sometimes like four hours or whatever. But uh, I say all that to say too. I mean, it's it's, it's not all me. Like and my my cousins are are the reason we're at we are where we are today. But I think the coolest thing about it all is that our our business is not super old. It's about, I mean, our actual LLC that's running now is less than ten years old still, I believe. And we came from like absolutely nothing. How do you stay relevant in such a, an economic downturn um, in, in, in our current climate in this country? That's Actually, that's pretty easy. Uh, I think you have to shift your focus a little bit from strictly, strictly profit-driven business models and go and start looking for, start to focus more on need, the needs of people. Just things that, you know, obviously to have a business survive, it has to make enough money to survive and pay everyone and so on and so forth. But in times of crunch or um, people, you know, are squeezing their wallets a little bit. 
I think sometimes you just have to pivot towards something that, you know, you're, you're really filling someone's need for something. Do you feel that these days where you said to yourself, you know, <laughs> I want to sleep in. It's depressing outside. I don't want to go out there, but you get up. Like what drives you to keep on, to keep on? I mean, for me personally, it's, it's my, my wife and my daughter, like first and foremost, for me personally, this is what motivates me. I know some, everyone has different things, but I just have an insane, I've always had an insane fear of failing in school. You know, I was, you know, to me, just anything above, you know, anything below an A was just like absolutely unacceptable. I, I don't know where that ex- expectation came from. It wasn't from my parents. It was self-inflicted, but I just had an insane fear of failure. So for me, my drive just comes from that just always in the back of my mind, like you got to be like mediocre is not okay. You have to be, uh, not, I don't want to say perfect cause that's not possible, but you just strive for, just strive to do everything you, everything you do, try to do it as best you can. That's just kind of, that's just kind of my drive. I don't know where it comes from or like why that is necessarily, but it's just kind of how my brain's made up. Is an introvert more capable of making more money than an extrovert or vice versa? I mean, I, off the top of my head, being in sales and, you know, uh, having having a lot of relationships as my main job is actually um, I'm the account manager for or one of the account managers for our landscaping maintenance business. And that's like my full time day job. Relationships are everything. Relationships have gotten me everything everything that I have today, relationships with employees, relationships with customers, vendors. So I would say an extrovert would probably do better in today's business world. Really? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. But from what I know is their personality is more outgoing, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm naturally just a pretty, I, I keep to myself pretty much. Oh, but when I'm not, field, not, not to interrupt you, you knowing you when I went to you in school, like you, you're you're like a, I would consider you an introvert though. Yeah, but you never see me with my switch turned on, like you know, customer service face. There's a I'm switch. Good at it. You have yeah. a switch. There's a, is it located? Is it we're at in your body? No, on it, your arm? the only time, the only time, uh, it's between the whistles. You know, when my foot, my, when I open my truck door, my foot hits the ground. I turn it on. When I step back in my truck, it's turned back off again. Or when I'm on the phone with, uh, on the phone with a customer, on the phone, you know what I mean, with a vendor, any of that stuff. Like I'm, I'm on in those times, but most of the other time, I'm just kind of like I would like to be the hermit in the woods. Right. <laughs> how do and you do, and you say you don't understand that when you're with me, but yeah. Well, the the vendors though, like how do they how do they they uh, this all comes down to dollars and pennies because man if somebody likes you they're they're just more male female it doesn't matter they're more likely to give you discounts on volume you know they're just going to be more willing to negotiate with you and whether like i said whether it's a customer whether it's a vendor any anything you know if you're well liked it just makes the situation it just greases the situation a lot of people would disagree with you brennan uh-huh. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, but I'm 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 not saying I'm not even really saying like play the game. I'm saying just be genuinely nice to everyone and cool with everyone. I mean, you're gonna run into people that you just 
you're like, you know, two north ends of a magnet go, that, that just repel. Like you're going to run into people that you just can't figure out and you can't, you know, put your finger on what exactly they want from you or, or, you know, what makes their brain tick. And, and then those you just have to walk away from. But, um, yeah, I think you just gotta, you gotta try your best to just be liked by as many people as you can. And I think that's, that gives me a little bit of, that's tough sometimes because you have to really be able to fluctuate between, I mean, you almost have to be like a chameleon at times. I was about to say it. But I never want to be fake either though. That's how do you distinguish the difference though? That's a good point you just bring up. How do you distinguish between, because you kind of crossed over a little bit that Because you just, I mean, you're just, you're just always honest. Do what you say and say what you, you know. Do what you do what you say you're gonna do and be honest. And like, what's in between those two things doesn't really matter to anyone. It was there was two parts. That's how good it was. Um, what are some of the powerful lessons outside of those 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 episodes in regard to discipline? What lessons were brought out of that? If that makes sense. Um. Yeah. Let me think about it for a second, because there's, for me, the number one thing, and this is coming from somebody that um, I, I've never really expected anyone to, I don't live by the ad, ad, like the adage, um, do as I say, not as I do. I try to like lead by example. Um, so that being said, uh, is coming from somebody that has done what i'm about to say and i know i harped on it in the episode was just it's just not easy so no matter where you start if you're in the beginning of your journey middle of your journey like starting to get toward where you're feeling like you're starting to feel like the release of the pressure because you're starting to get to the point where you're not living Maybe you're not living paycheck to paycheck, but no matter what point you're at, there's always like infinite roadblocks, difficulties, you know, had a kid when you're 17, you had a dream. Now you feel like it's squashed. You know, you're working a dead end job, but if you are diligent and ravenously hungry to be successful, you can do it. You just, you, you know, people, you know, people are thinking, yeah, but uh, like it could be 10,000 days until, you know, X, Y, Z happens where I'm very successful or, you know, it could be this many years or whatever. But the thing is we started where we were at, um, from not from nothing from, um, you know, we had like a, it started as like a push mower and now it's 20 different LLCs. And that happened in a matter of, of about 15, like from the very, very beginning, way, way back, it's like 25 to 27 years, somewhere in that range. But um, the only way we got there was through me several other family members just waking up every day and just flat out doing what you wouldn't that no, that doing something that we sh still today struggle to hire people to do 
Just do it day in, day out, lifting trees, digging holes, mowing grass all day, you know, from dark to dark every day for the whole entire summer, um, working crazy hours. But we did it and we kept doing it and kept doing it. And it never got easier. Just kept going, kept going, kept going. And every time we got our heads above water, you take a deep breath and you plunge back down it again. And you just keep going, keep going, keep going. And, you know, you don't quit at five. You don't quit at seven. You don't quit at eight. You don't quit at nine. You quit when you're done. And when you're done, um, as you're growing and trying to grow rapidly, is never. You're always on your phone. You're always answering somebody's question. You're always running out to an angry customer's house. You're um, s- sitting up in the middle of the night with anxiety because there's a snow- snowstorm coming. You can't get it get a hold of any of your like normal shoveler or, you know, uh, machine operator guys. And it's just on and on and on and on and on. And then one day you wake up and you're just like, holy crap. We made it like, it's going to be okay. We don't have to worry. I don't have to worry about, you know, my wife and kids, my, um, all my, you know, other immediate family members that are in the business don't have to worry about, anything um you know things can go south but where we're sitting right now is a mile from where we were before and um we wouldn't we wouldn't have got here without just continuously running into the face of the storm and that's the main and if if that's the only thing you got out of those episodes i'd be fine with that just don't ever say no and don't ever quit and that's as cliche as ever but it's the truth it's not cliche. No, and I think what I think what's cool about all emotion is that um, it's real people, and I, I'm pretty sure I said that on the on the previous episode too. But you said it. that's you said it. that's really what I feel like. It's real people. It's not like people that are out here working a real real life job in the real life world, and it's relative and relevant. Right. Sorry. No, so you're good. good no, no, you're good. Uh, so, um, the wife is loud. What would you say to people that want things to come easy to them, and then you know, i.e., we can get all the things that we spoke about? Oh, I see. You're trying to get me going. Well, you're trying. <laughs> He's trying to wind me up. He's trying to wind me up. Um, I would say that sucks because it ain't happening. Yeah, I mean, it's just when when I run when I run into people that I, I can f- it feel that their their expectations of what what they're owed in some way, um, and and this is in no way relevant to um, race because I feel like everybody wants to take it that way. I'm talking about everybody. You can just feel it, and we put in. I think I'm a little. I'm a little hard nose because of how hard we pushed and i can't expect everyone to push that hard because it's just their job it's not their family so i do have to understand that but man there's just grown men out here that just disappoint me is like the the nicest way i can say it it's just disappointing that people have lost um work ethic um, I feel like so many Americans just lean on the system or, um, I don't know, I don't even want to go too far into it. I just think that uh, the population as a whole has 
has become soft and you know a lot of people run from hard physical labor and you know if you want to put it in like a meme it would be you know some people uh or i heard a quote sorry not a meme a quote uh and it's so funny it's just highlights who i am so well was my you know how in high school they ask you for a senior quote right right my my senior quote this is so bad this is just how much of a nerd i was and how like all i thought about was like the business and work and trying to trying to make it my my quote was when it comes to hard work some turn up their noses some turn up their sleeves and others don't turn up at all and i felt like the one that turned up my sleeves and everybody around me was just like nah i'm gonna be like a and there's no offense to any other professions but i just feel like you know the trades and and labor jobs are going to come back because there's there's such a need for it and everyone runs from it everyone runs from the like physical difficult work and i just get frustrated sometimes because that's a lot of the population that we're trying to hire is like we need people to like um work and uh, work as in physically labor and uh the visa workers are are like my brothers and my best friends. Like I don't even really talk to anybody else because I don't. Um, I just have so much more respect and love for those guys. They're just, um, and it it goes so far beyond um, the fact that they work for our business. Um, like we hug each other when they show up here. Like we we've like shed tears together and we've sweat together and we're i don't have a blood brother but there's two or three of them that um you know i would accept in my family any you know any day i love them um and that's kind of what i'm talking about like that they're they're my standard for a man a lot of times and uh i just get that's what i'm saying that's why i feel the sense of disappointment i do and and a lot of American, um, you know, just people that come in for interviews or people that, you know, work that work for the business is just like, what's going wrong? Like, why, why are we um, declining so rapidly in, in this sector? I appreciate it. Yeah. So lastly, a few different things. Um, what advice would you give to someone that, you know, that wants financial freedom or, you know, wants to be a, be a female or male? Uh, that wants to set themselves free and and and, and people think I yeah. feel like it's so, so easy to have a business, but you know, it's not. For me, um, for me, the number one thing because um, the number one thing for me, and my, my dad taught me this. He's actually not involved in, in the company, but. Uh, it's not about how much you make. It's about how much you keep. Uh, I paid my student, my college loans off making, I think it was $12 an hour. It's like 12 or 12 or 13. But I mean, that was in 2015, but still that wasn't a lot of money back then. I mean, my paychecks were like $400, $300. And I had a single couch that sat in the living room inside of the cheapest possible home that I could purchase. Um, 
no dressers, no bed, no nothing. I slept on a couch that I got on Craigslist for like 200 bucks. And I ate the exact same bodybuilding foods every single day for two and a half, two and a half more years. And then I called and paid my student loans off completely. Um, it was like four years after we graduated, but that's just an example of, you know, it's not about how much you make, it's about how much you keep. So save your money, um, save your money, be smart with your money. That's number, you know, number one, first and foremost, and then just don't quit. If you do, I mean, I really believe, I know it can, it sounds extreme. Like there's a lot of people out there saying, well, I got a, I have a wife and a kid or I have a girlfriend and she expects sort of like X, Y, and Z out of me. Well, it just depends where your priorities lie. If she's number one, then, you know, you spend whatever she says spend. But if your success financially is your number one priority, you need to save your money and be smart, smart with it. Um, and then beyond that, it's work ethic and not quitting. Like you're no matter, no matter what you do, even what degree you get, you're going to start out, uh, even if you don't get the degree, no matter where you start in the, the workforce, whether it be in the labor force or um, in tech and, you know, you're, you're working, you're sitting and it's an office job, you're going to start doing something. You're going to begin by doing something you do not like. I mean, you might get, hey, um, maybe you're, you're, you went for like zoology and you, you get to be with animals and that's exactly what you want. And okay, that, that's great. But most of the time, to get to a place that you really, really want to get to, you're going to have to do something difficult. And where a lot of people just fail is at the slightest hint of adversity, they fall back and look for a different option when all they would have had to do and they, they never realize it because as soon as they feel adversity, they run away from it. But all they would have had to do is push through it one time and boom, there was a promotion, push through it again. Boom. There's another promotion, you know, and it's just, just not quitting and saving your money. I think those, those are my, that's my recipe for success. Really. You know, there's obviously a million other variables that can come into play, but that'll definitely get you started in the right direction. All right. Amen. No, that's awesome. So lastly, (laughs) is there any, um, no, I appreciate you. Is there any last final words, um, before we, uh, we close it out here on aim that you would like to shed light on? Um, well, I want to say sorry to you for not <laughs> understanding, uh, that we weren't in a chat room and giving you crap for that. Um, and then, uh, no, I just appreciate you having me on again and uh, enjoy the conversation. You're the third, you're the third of the fourth, I think that came back on aim. So like, that's really important for a lot of people to know. Okay. Are you good? I'm good. I'm good. I got everything I needed to get. All right. All right, sir. Well, again, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mr. Brennan Inch. One day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No. Yeah, no, it's it, it's it's expected. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brennan Inch. No, Mr. Inch, I we we appreciate you, sir, all the time and all emotion. Yeah, thank you. And we look forward to hearing from you soon again. Yeah, I'll talk to you. Thank you again, Brennan, for that powerful share. And thank you all, the audience, for taking the time to listen. It's really important, you know, especially coming out of COVID, 
Um, you know, unfortunately, what's going on with our economy? Do we have someone like this to donate his time to aim? So again, Brennan, thank you, sir. Look forward to, to uh, you coming back. It's always open invitation, sir. Just wanted to touch on, ladies and gentlemen, now on TikTok. So please check us out there. We have a brand new logo. So, and I want to say, we do have some for the first time, and we're approaching one year, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, All Emotion has been here for one year. We did it. We made it. You put up with us, so thank you. And I want to say that we do have something very interesting come up. I will say it's a fundraiser, and I will say it's a giveaway. So please stay tuned. This is Jake from All Emotion. Take care and be safe.